Hi, everyone. Thanks for coming on to listen to the first episode of Life After Leaving. And today we have Cassandra on here to kind of tell us a little bit about her experience and then what life looks like now that she has left that relationship. Uh, yeah. Um, hi, my name is Cassandra. Um, I'm from California. Uh, right now I'm doing good. I mean, I'm just in still in the process of healing. I feel like everyone heals at its own pace. So I'm still in that process, but right now I I feel like I'm 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 pretty good. That's good. And then um and you have a a boy, right? Yeah, I have a three almost three year old. He's like he's gonna th- turn three in like two weeks. So yeah. It's he's from that relationship. Yeah, he's from that relationship. How does how does that go with you guys now? Like with as far as sharing him. Um, honestly, we're still. I feel like it's so, that part is so fresh that it's still pretty hard just because I have this mindset where, like, I don't force anyone to see my kid if they don't want to, so I'm not the one that's going to be asking, like, please see him or something like that, you know, it has to come from the other end. So that that part is hard because my, my kid is, um you know, he's he's a little bit older now. So I feel like at that age is where they understand a little more. And so yeah. he, he loves his dad, you know, don't get me wrong. And I don't hold him back from that. But so I don't know, sometimes it's hard because I don't know what to tell my kid. Like he asks for his dad sometimes and I'm like, oh, like I always say, oh, he's working or something like that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, right now it's a little tough because our schedule just, it's just a little crazy. So, um, yeah, I always have to be asking, are you picking him up or yes or no or and things like that. So, yeah, it's it's rough. And you guys haven't gone to court or anything yet? We have not. No, we have not. Um, the reason being is because I'm at the stage right now. I guess everyone does it different, but my mm-hmm. way of doing it right now, I just don't want to be doing that whole process. Just yeah. because I'm so busy with how with my life right now, get it being settled, being stable, um, trying to have a routine with my kid, and it's just all over the place right now. So, I'm just trying to find myself back right now instead of like adding more problems to my like my life. So I yeah. feel like once I'm ready, once I have like a little more of like settled life, I feel like I'll say like, okay, I'm ready to add that to my calendar. You know. Tell us a little bit about what like an average day looked like before you left that relationship. Honestly, it was always the same. Um, I was a stay-at-home mom. Um, at first, I was like, okay, like I want to be a stay-at-home mom because I wanted to see my baby grow up. I wanted to be the only one taking care of him. But it just became like a usual boring routine of like being home and always having to do the same thing. And never having, like, time for me, you know. It was always, like, I always had to do everything in the household. I got so used to it. I got so used to the same routine. Because we were in San Diego, so I never really had anyone over there. No family, no nothing to do. So it was just me and my son almost the whole time because he was always working, too. So, yeah. Did you guys have, like, fights or anything? Or was it more, like, emotional abuse? Or how did, like, how did that go? um yeah we um we used to always argue actually uh but it wasn't just arguments as like having disagreements like it was actually like 
yelling at each other just it got to the point where we were like always disrespect each other really bad and then um because we never like sat back and took us a second to just like calm down and then go back to the to the conversation it was always like you know right there and then and so we would always escalate to like the worst and so yeah it was just always disrespecting it was emotionally um abusive it was mentally abusive um yeah so yeah we would always argue (laughs) so I would find something you know I guess I would always think like I feel like he's doing something but I never really had that confirmation you know so I would go through his phone and I would literally see like whole pictures and messages and you know everything is right there in my eyes like it's right there in front of me you know and I would you know what I would do is uh, I would screenshot it on his phone and send it to me you know to my to my number yeah and so I would save everything and then I would go to him and be like well you know are you cheating on me and he'll be like, no, like, what are you talking about? And then I'm like, I have it right here. Like, who is this? Yeah. And like, he'll be like, no, that's not me. And I'm like, what? It's on, it's your account. It's your picture. It's, it's like, it's you. But I don't know. It's, it's not like I would believe him because it's right there. But it's more so like I would convince myself to just believe him, you know? Because, yeah, like you know, the proof is right there. And and if the proof yeah. is right there, then it's right there. But, yeah, he would just always be like, oh, it's not me. It's not me. Or it would get to the point where, like, we would just fix it, you know, instead of, like, me, yeah. like, saying I'm done or something. It would be more so, like, oh, I'm going to change. And then I would just believe him and then move on. But it would be so constant. It would be very, very constant that I would find multiple, multiple stuff. So, yeah, it just became so, yeah, I, I just became so used to that routine of like, finding something out, arguing, and then forgiving and moving on, basically. Yeah, and I feel like when that happens, because that happened with me also, like, it gets to the point where you're just like, are numb to it, where you're like, oh, okay, like, yeah, this is happening again, you know, but like, yeah. nobody deserves to get, like, cheated on, you know, or not be able no, to. No, no one deserves anything of that. I mean, yeah. who deserves that? Yeah. Yeah, that's like, I think that's like a huge thing. A lot of people I've talked to have talked about how like that happens and then it just like hurts your self-worth because then it's like in your like next relationships, it's hard to like, it's either one, hard to trust somebody or two, you like feel like if they did cheat on you, you wouldn't, not that you wouldn't care, but you're so numb to it that it's just kind of like, okay. You know? Like once again, whatever. Yeah. 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 It's, it affects you a lot and it affects you the more you stay you know, because yeah, you go through it so much that you have all that trauma in you. So it does affect you not just in the present, but most more so in the future. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel like it affected like your like self image now? Because I know that you said you had like a trainer and you're going to the gym, you're doing stuff to like make yourself feel better, which I think is great, especially um like for me, the gym has helped a lot just because it's like a mental thing too, more or less. Um, but how like how how do you think that that behavior like affected like how you see yourself now and you're as you're starting to heal through it um I'm not gonna lie it it has affected me like tremendously just because I stayed for a lot of I want to see a lot of years and um (laughs) excuse me um I got married very young um yeah so I didn't really enjoy any other life with anyone else or just enjoy myself 
I really just took my time to be with him and, and create our, our life together. So now that I'm, I'm separated, I'm just like, this is why I, I, I was so scared to yeah. leave because, because I was like, okay, what am I going to do? Like, um, I, I just thought like I had no one or that was my life, you know, but now that I'm alone, it's hard. It is hard because um, you're so used to something that you have to go way back to not to zero you know you have to start from yeah. the way all the way down you know you have to start from from zero so it's very hard to get adjusted it's it's hard to try your best to like I guess forget because I guess you just yeah. can never forget but it's just hard to move on you know so yeah it's it's been it's been um emo- mostly like emotionally um yeah hard yeah not more so physically um I'm just being myself right now. I'm not I'm not really insecure like that anymore, but it's been harder on the emotional side and I think it's going to take a long long time to heal. Yeah. But I'm I'm here for it. I mean, I'm here for it and I'm just trying to have patience with myself. So, yeah. Yeah, that's I mean, I feel like that's that's part of it that people don't realize and that's part of why I wanted to start this like podcast is cuz I feel like people think that once the relationship ends like and if you did have like physical abuse, like once it like the bruises heal, like you're done, but they don't realize like the yeah. aftermath of like all of the other aspects part of it. Like you said, um, yeah. like you were stuck at home. Like that was my next question was going to be losing. So you were at home and you were stay at home moms. So you didn't have an income. Um, I think I saw a while ago that you were like trying to get your driver's license. So you didn't really have transportation and you just like, it's hard to leave when like they slowly take away all of your outs, you know, like. Mm-hmm. you don't have a job so you don't have money you don't have your family to talk to like you can't see your friends all the time you're stuck at home with a kid and then they treat you however they want to treat you but then when you try to leave it's like you don't ha- there's not enough resources I don't think for people yes to- exactly that was yeah. one of the main that was one of the main main reasons why it was extremely extremely hard for me to leave um <laughs> excuse me because I, I, I don't want to say he prohibited me to like do stuff because that wasn't the case. It was more so I wasn't able to due to the circumstances, due to like me having my kid, me not being, as you mentioned, me not being able, being able to drive. There was a moment where we only had one car and stuff. So there it, it came to, there was a moment where I just came to a realization, like I really need to get my stuff together and worry yeah. about myself. And that is when, I got my driver's license and I, I demanded a car, you know, I was like, I, I, yeah. want, I need a car, you know? Yeah. Like it was just, it, it was more so that, but when it came, like you mentioned, when it came to the moment where I wanted to move on and leave, that was the hardest because it would be very noticeable, of course, that it wasn't, it was, it wasn't like my money. It was his mm-hmm. money, you know? So that was the hardest thing because I, I wasn't able to work. So, cause I had to always take care of my kid. And I, I mean, I'm so yeah. thankful for that. You know, I mean, who wasn't, who, I, I wouldn't want anyone else to take care of my kid and things like that, yeah. but it was, it was so hard because I would try my best to find any way to leave, but I didn't want to put myself and more so my son through, through any like hard situations like yeah. that you know like if I were to leave what what was going to happen where am I going to go with who am I going to stay how am I going to do this you know like and then my kid I didn't want him to suffer so yeah I, I had to stay you know I had to convince myself that 
he was going to change and then we were going to be a perfect family. Yeah. And that's why I guess I stayed for so long. Yeah. Yeah. I think that happens a lot too, especially when there's kids involved. Like you don't want to leave yeah. and like, it's easier to just like suck it up and deal with it than it is yeah. to like leave. But if, I mean, now, now that you have left and you've gone through that, would you, do you regret leaving at all? Or would you, I've done it again? No, I don't regret it at all whatsoever. Honestly, like, don't get me wrong. Like I, I'm, I'm in a stage right now where, you know, there's a lot of struggles financially, like I said, with myself and everything, but I don't think I would rather, I'd rather, I'd rather be like this than be with someone like that. So I don't regret it. I think the timing was so perfect. I think, um, so what, so what I did is I left when I didn't leave until my, all my feelings were gone for him. I I just didn't want to give up in a marriage so easy, you know? Yeah. So that's why I am saying that the timing was so right because I have nothing to to prove. I have nothing to show anymore. So all my feelings yeah. were gone. So I have no more feelings towards him. So I feel like the timing was perfect, but I do not regret it at all. I feel like yeah. So and then plus, like I didn't want to do that to my kid. I didn't want yeah. him to grow up um in an environment like that too. So yeah, yeah. because arguing all the time and like yeah all, yeah yeah because. Mm-hmm. He's like setting an example. Um, what type of behavior or abuse like continues to keep going on? Like what you deal with now that you have left? Because I think that one thing, again, like I said earlier, people think that once you leave, like that's it ends. Um, but obviously having a kid, like you still have to, you can't just block in. You know, you have to like still deal with it. Do you see anything like that anymore or? Yeah. So I think when someone ends a marriage with no kids, I think it's just like whatever, yeah. you know, but it's way harder when you have a kid because you got to accept the fact that that person is always going to be in your life some way, somehow, um, because you had a kid with them. So, and don't get me wrong, like, you know, my kid is my greatest blessing and I I love him, you know, he's my whole world. But um, yeah, I mean, I had a kid with him, so I have to deal with that. Um, Right now, I just accepted the fact that he's always going to be that way. So I just ignore it. I just ignore it. And I don't even text message or anything at all. I don't have anything I don't bug I just try my best to just keep it about my kid simple one text two text and that's it period that's it but before it when it when I was when I just had separated because I guess because it was so recent yeah um and I was just barely getting there you know we would always argue about every single thing that has to do with my kid um are you going to give me this? Are you going to pick him up? Are you going to do that? Um, And it would always end up into disrespecting each other, like yeah. very bad. And, and not even me, it would just be him now because I wouldn't even say anything anymore. He would yeah. be the one disrespecting me. But I feel like now that I think about it, I feel like it's because he hates the fact that I actually left. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Believe it or not or whatever, you know, but I feel like it's because, because, you know, like sometimes you just want to take your anger without to with someone so that's what he was trying to do with me he would always disrespect yeah. me and it would hurt me because I would be like I'm just trying to have a simple conversation like why do yeah. you have to go all, why do you have to do all that to disrespect your your son's like mom you know like yeah. it, it doesn't have to be like that but honestly I just feel like he, if he's always going to be like that that's why I just ignore it and now he doesn't even text me like that and I don't even text him either um, I just text him. Um, I just text him asking, like, "Oh, let me know if you're gonna pick up your son or not." That way, I know 
if I can make any plans or anything at all, you know? Yeah. But that's about it. I don't ask for anything. Um, yeah. Uh, we just keep it cordial. That's it. Yeah. I think that's like, the easiest thing. That's how um, we, we are now too. We're like it, everything. If I ever like do ask for something or I like bring something up, like he takes it to like a personal level instead of like mm-hmm. just being mad. It's like, oh, you're a bitch or you're this or you're that, you know, mm-hmm. it's just like, it's so uncalled for. And I think that it's good that you mentioned like when you first leave like I feel like everybody goes through that time where they like they do they but you buy into it you know because you're still like you're still in that cycle where you're like you're still accepting that behavior but then as you start to like heal and find yourself again you can like look at the messages and be like this is a bunch of bullshit you know like this is yeah it's not worth your time to respond I, I believe I still have messages and before I used to look at them and I would think like how on earth did I stay with someone like this for so long? Like, how could I be able to handle all that for so long? All that disrespect, you it, it was so much. But but now we're here, you know, and it, it's fine. But yeah, um, co-parenting is hard. And I hope it gets easier because one thing that I really want is just for us to, no matter how hurt I am, and honestly, no matter how much I probably dislike him, you know, um, like I said, we have a kid. So yeah, I want... I just want us to have a good friendship for in for the sake of my kid so he can see that we we're good you know we're good yeah and we can we can do what's best for our kids so he doesn't have to have that like pressure of like oh they hate each other or things yeah. like that like, I don't want him to grow up like that so that's my main goal but you know you that that's gonna work out only if the two people want to do that if it, it can't just work out one way it has to work out the both um, both ways so hopefully he soon just gets gets settled and um tries yeah. to have a good friendship with me you know good communication yeah <clears throat> has have you been in any relationship or anything after or not yet no uh I mean I talk here and there but no not nothing like that I'm not ready yeah. for it um uh I always tell guys like I don't like that I just want to take it extremely slow um yeah I don't think I want to be in a serious serious relationship right now I mean I'm good with like talking to people and getting to know people but not like so committed like I don't want that and and I do not want my kid to see me with anyone right now I feel like I would never um introduce my kid to anyone anytime soon I think I'm just in a in a time where I just want to concentrate on myself my kid mostly and um trying to just heal at my time yeah, I think that's good um, because I feel like a lot of like women I've talked to that do jump, like I did this too, like jump from that relationship to like another person. It's not like in a, you're still not in a good headspace, you know? So like, it's good that you're going to take time to like heal. Yeah, and, I've tried because don't get me wrong. I mean, who doesn't want to have a good relationship yeah. or a family? You know, that's what I dream. That's my main goal. You know, people ask like, oh, what's your goal in the future? And maybe a person's gonna say, "Oh, a career or something." No, my goal, literally in life, is to have a a family, you know, a happy family yeah. and things like that. That's my goal. But I don't want to rush into because I've tried and it just doesn't work out. Like I don't click emotionally yeah. with anyone because of how, how at the stage that I'm at right now, I need time to heal. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, it's just it takes time. Yeah, I think that's a big thing too because like yeah, there is like a lot to work through are you um are you seeing seeing a therapist or like talking to friends or doing anything like that to try to like help 
your emotions feel or how do you deal with that? Um, so I am planning to go to therapy soon. Cool. Um, definitely good for you. It's nothing bad. I think therapy is the best thing you can do when you go through something like this because yeah. you can't keep everything inside. And your eyes. I don't think you can move on if you don't get the certain help you need. Yeah. Um, I have I have talked to friends and we um they listen to me and we listen to each other of course, um I just think I need more help like um therapy you know I just need more help like that, but yeah I mean I like I said I've healed in my own little time so yeah I yeah. am looking forward for therapy definitely, yeah that's been um like a big <laughs> a big like thing for me I think is just I have like a weekly Zoom counselor. And it's yeah. just, it's not like a lot, like it's nothing crazy, but just being able to like unload some of the stuff that I dealt with, even though it's been several years, like it's still, it makes me feel better, you know? And I'm hoping that this like podcast will open up um, the doors for people to, to talk about this yeah, more definitely. and feel like, yeah. Did you feel like ashamed at all when you realized that you were in a, an abusive relationship or you didn't want to like ask for help or tell people? Yeah, I was very embarrassed. I was extremely yeah. embarrassed because I was the person who would, because we were on and off, but we were we we, yeah. we lived together, but we just didn't talk for a while or whatnot. So I would tell my friends, or I would just tell people, oh, we're not together anymore, and I would talk crap about him, you know. And then next week we're back again, and so it would be yeah. like that constant thing, where I think my friends and people wouldn't believe me you know they would be like oh well you guys are gonna get back together any anyway yeah. you know so it got to the point where I just didn't really want to ask for help anymore because I was so embarrassed and I feel yeah. like people would be like oh you're so dumb you know like I yeah. just didn't want that you know so yeah I guess it, it because of how long I stayed and everything it got to the point where I just closed myself with everyone and I didn't talk about anything at all with anyone um no one even knew what I was going through actually when I started when I finally told my my brother and my sister-in-law um because they thought I was happy you know they thought yeah. I was like great you know and because I would post like pictures and you know what people see in social media that's what they think it yeah. is you know and they just thought I was great but then finally I went to go see them and I told them everything they they were in shock I was they were they were like wow like I didn't know that you were going through this you guys yeah. look fine not too long ago and I and I was like, well, I was just lying, you know, but yeah, so I was just embarrassed more so. So I think that was way harder because in my mind, I think I just had no one for help to go yeah. like ask for help. I was just on my own. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a big part of it. Like I, I know it took me, I did the same thing. Like it was where um, my parents lived 15 minutes away and I feel like mm -hmm. for probably two, the, the whole relationship was like two years at the most but like for probably half of that like I had a box of stuff in my car and I would like bounce back and forth between like being together and not being together um yeah. and every time I would like leave like it was kind of like okay well you're gonna go back there in two weeks anyways and it becomes like this cycle and then it makes it harder to actually like leave um and I think like kind of touching on what you said like once once you actually took this up to like leave for real and not come back then it makes them upset because they've finally like lost that control like they can't just like go and do what they want for the weekend and then be like oh now come back you know that's exactly what he was going through um I I would notice it a lot because he would he would tell me like oh I hate you so much but then yeah. the next day he would like try to like bribe me you know 
and things like that but I would just ignore it and that's why he would get so mad because I was I'm at the point where I'm not going back you know yeah <clears throat> yeah mm-hmm. yeah because you finally have like seen through it um what was the like first red flag that you did notice that you um like you ignored it because I think that's uh, a big the- thing is like a lot of people see the red flags and then they like you, you know the first couple times you choose to ignore it you choose to ignore it and it's almost like you're like allowing him you're like letting them know that like they can get away with it you know so well we we met in high school so we've been together since high school um I mean I thought he was the best person you know (laughs) I mean you know when you're in high school you just fall in love so quick or whatever you know so I just thought he was the best guy and I was so in love and he would treat me really nice actually he would always go out and whatnot um he was actually the first guy I introduced to my family and the first guy I told my family that I was I was dating, you know, because yeah. my family was very strict, too. So I was actually really scared to even say I had a boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Um. So that's why that's why I think I felt so hard for him and all that. I mean, to be really honest. Um. And then throughout being in high school and I was with him, everyone knew because he was popular. I was somewhat popular, I guess, you know, and um, randomly on Instagram. I remember this this one girl texted me like, hey, like I noticed that you're dating him. Just wanted to know that he's talking to me. And I'm oh, that no. person who doesn't, I'm that person that doesn't believe unless I see proof. Yeah. Because um, I was like, what? Like, I don't, I don't believe that, you know? But like, let me see proof. And she sent me proof. <laughs> like there was proof. Yeah. So um, yeah, she, she was like texting him and stuff, but it wasn't like so much. Like I wasn't like flirting. It was just like talking to a girl. So that's why I was like, oh, okay, well, I think it's fine, you know, but I sat down with him, we were in the car and I told him, hey, you know, this girl, do you know her? She told me that you were talking to her. I just wanted to know what's going on because, you know, I don't want to waste my time like that. And then, yeah, he told me like, no, like, it's just a girl. Like I, I just, and he even showed me on his phone, like, look, yeah, um, it's just a girl. I'm just talking to her as a friend. Like, it's nothing. And I'm like, okay, well, that's good to know, you know? And after that, I actually... I was like, okay, well, he is the guy because he's showing me proof. And um, yeah, I feel like that was the first red flag. And after that, um, I just kept ignoring um, red flag after flag. Like, yeah. Yeah, it was just, yeah, because it wasn't the first one. Another girl would text me and tell me there went and another girl would text me and tell me yeah. and I would just ignore it, you know. Um, so, yeah, I guess that was those, those were like the, the first red flags in high school. And yeah, I still decided to be with him and, and yeah. build the future. Well, I mean, you touched on like, um, so love bombing <laughs> is a term that gets used a lot with like abusive relationships where like at the beginning, they're like, the, you know, like up here where they like, they do so much for you and they're like always thinking about you and they, the relationships are really fast, you know? So like it goes from like, you guys just met each other to now like you're like their whole world and they can't live without you type of thing. And then um where at what point do you think that that shifted for you guys from that to where he was not the same person anymore um well let me just say that the relationship and the marriage was extremely toxic since since the beginning okay Um, yeah so everything was up and down up and down all the The time so so it was always shifting to be honest like it wasn't like all this one day like it was all the time for for all those years it was it was like that yeah. the whole time um you know when we were in high school actually this is how you know 
that I was very young and we did so many dumb choices, right? But in high school, when I turned 18, I moved in with him um, and we lived together. We graduated from high school and he was going to go to boot camp because mm-hmm. he was going to, he, he, he was a Marine. Um, you know, I was there supporting him and I was going to wait for him and whatnot. Um, actually, like a few weeks, like a month or something before he went to boot camp, I found out he was actually, actually cheated on me. Like I found oh, it, wow. a lot of stuff on his phone. And that's when I left. That was the first time I left and I never went back um, until he came back from boot camp. He, while he was in boot camp, he would like send me letters. And I guess I never forgot about him. And like, yeah. I was so heartbroken, but I guess I had hope that boot camp would change him. Yeah. So yeah, he would send me letters and I guess it was so convincing, you know, that when he came back from boot camp, I still ignored it, but he I remember he gave me a call. And long story short, he gave me a call. We back we, we got back together and we got married. Um yeah. so we got married and um as people know, people that are ha- are in military life, people know that after boot camp, he had to go to MCT, which is a school. So we were married already and um that's when everything started, all the toxic because yeah. I didn't trust him. So I guess I went back with him, got married with him, but I didn't trust him that much. So, so because like of that, everything. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So after that, everything just got worse because I didn't trust him. We would always fight, and um, yeah, like I said, everything um was shifting all the time. Like it was from yeah. there, it was always toxic. We would get back together, and then we wouldn't, and and we would argue. We would insult each other, and he would cheat on me, and then he I would forgive him, and then cheat on me again, like. I can't I can't count how many times he has done that like it was always yeah. like that yeah yeah no, I, I know exactly what you mean because that's, like, that's what I don't with you and it's like we got to the point where it was like just normal you know like yeah you were just like waiting for it to like happen again and then, yeah <laughs> yep yeah what's something that you would tell somebody that was thinking about leaving right now um but is like scared to leave what's advice that you would give them um I say like I know it's all it's hard because I've been through it um everyone goes through it differently but I I know it's really really hard but the sooner the better because um the more you stay it it, truly the harder it gets because the more you get used to that that um routine and that uh, relationship and it's very toxic you don't want to waste your your life like that you just want to move on everyone deserves better no one deserves to be treated like that to be cheated like no one no matter what there's no reason to be cheated like no there's no reason at all and I and I say this now because you know like I'm getting I'm feeling better and I'm healing so yeah like if you can please leave anywhere like you'll 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 be better like even though like you don't know where what to do at the beginning and stuff it's gonna be extremely hard at the beginning but it's gonna be okay like it's gonna be okay you know so yeah (laughs) Well, thank you for coming on um, and sharing with us um, about your story. And you're the first yeah, podcast, course. so this is exciting. <laughs> no, yeah, um, I'm happy to be here. 